Hello everyone, I'm just recording quietly in the toilet. Uh, I don't normally do this, but I've snuck in after a early morning shift, so started at five. Lee's obviously having a lie-in. Uh, I just got a message from her saying, what are you doing downstairs? It turns out that the toilet roll holder is a little bit squeaky. That has been enough to wake her up. So I'm in the doghouse now. I might be staying here for quite some time. Last time on the Work Wife Balance podcast, it all kicked off. The alarm from the house three doors down, <laughs> someone's tripped it, haven't they? And no one can turn it off. I wanted also to be a baggage handler. What? I loved airports. Why not the pilot? Scared of heights. She said, here's my dog snoring. Right, get on with it. Hello, everybody. We're back. I've got some big news. Big news. She's pregnant. No, 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 no. We are in Forbes magazine. That's even better. I know. I know, right? A lot of people loving the symphony from last episode, by the I way. I love it. Someone suggested, because the road that we live in ends in the word park, that yes. we should call it Park Side of the Moon. And that's, oh, that's a, good. I think that's really good, isn't that it? That is so good. We're going to have that. Can I just say, I'm sure our neighbours don't listen to this, right? <laughs> but there's a dog next door, right? And I, I've been waiting to like record it. because oh, it does this other noise, doesn't it? Does it does this thing, right? Forgive me, okay? But it honestly sounds like this. I mean, in a way, I'd like you to see the faces that are being made. But in another way, you probably don't want to see the face that's being made there. I think it's one of those... Um... Whining dogs. No, hang on a sec. No, hang on. You think what? you have a breed? Oh, a French bulldog. What, making that noise? French... Yeah, so next door, they have a French bulldog. What happens is, it doesn't just cry... They leave their bathroom window open, and it cries which, is next next, to us. which is next to our bedroom. And I know for a fact that it stands on the toilet and wails out of the window. Yeah, but where's it learned that from? You. <laughs> <laughs> Lee decided to spill water on our studio. Oh, yeah. Well, he did such a nice thing. So I came home from a double shift. Like occasionally you do like a night time and then you do like a daytime following it. And it's mm. absolutely horrendous. And I came home and Lee said, oh, I've made this really nice dinner for you, which is a shocker in itself because you're not normally a dinner maker. No, not normally. But I felt really bad because I got really drunk at the weekend and uh, you had to kind of look after you. Look after me. Yeah, that's a polite <laughs> way of saying it. Yes. Yeah. So I thought I'd make you a really romantic dinner. Yeah. I made my signature dish. French onion soup. French onion soup, because everything else is either baked beans on toast or microchips or... Do they still do microchips, actually? Microchips. Microchip. <laughs> so posh. Microchips. That's something we didn't have in the South. Oh. We had McCain's oven chips. No, I bet microchip. they're not actually called that, are they? No, let me show you. Go on, yeah, you show me a picture of microchips and I'll believe microchips. it. Microchips. Yeah, there you go, look, McCain's microchips. Oh, yeah, take and it And what back. you do is they come in a box... Put them in the microwave for two minutes. Put loads of tomato ketchup in. Dinner's served. Bosh. Dinner is served. Why didn't you do that instead of what you... Because <laughs> I thought I'd make an effort. <laughs> but you did really well. The food was so nice. And as it was all going out onto the table, just a little bit of water spillage right into the studio box where everything's kept under the table. So if this podcast sounds episode different. sounds rubbish, just blame the water. <laughs> 
This is the Work Wife Balance Podcast with my daughter Lee and our Chris. What's she doing? What's wrong with the Hoover? It's full of Bailey shit, so I can't be bothered to empty it. You're just going to keep doing it like that? Yeah, it still works. It doesn't annoy you? Well, no, because it's less effort to do it like this than to empty it. Will you empty it? No, I'm too busy. I've done cooking as well as cleaning this week. It's been remarkable. It's been a, a really very much a one-off. Did it shock you? Yeah. Anyway, to make the house better, I just thought, I just won't clean it. I'll just buy f- loads of plants. I mean... It's, it's, getting, it's getting bad though, isn't it? It's like the Amazon rainforest in this house. So every time I turn around, I bump into another plant that you've just put down. Why are you buying so many plants? Why are you naming all the plants? Maybe it's a cry for help. <laughs> what, what kind of... What are you trying to say? I'm not eating enough vegetables. Here's some green things. If I think it looks messy, I just buy another plant and shove it there. And it's like, oh, well, it's tidy cover, now. To cover the mess. <laughs> so in this... Where we're recording the podcast yeah. now, how many plants can you see? One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, That's I, not too bad. No, what do you six. mean it's not too bad? That's a problem. What I, what I don't understand as well is that you had a plant in the corner and one next to the telly and one over there and one mm. over there. And then mm. you decided that actually that wasn't enough space usage. Mm. So you found a way of hanging the plants. Looks nice though, doesn't it? Off of the ceiling. What's next? What are you going to do next? They're going to be one in my guitar. Suddenly the plant's going to appear. Well. In the studio. Well, it makes me happy. And they've got names. Go on, tell me the names of the plants in this room. Well, Terence is over there. Why Terence? It looks like a Terence, right? like a Terence, okay. doesn't it? What else? Steve. Steve's the original, there. the OG. He's the original, Steve's but he's the... dying. Steve's... <laughs> do you know what's propping... propping I can't, do you know what's propping him up? The telly. So don't move the telly. Oh, I see. Otherwise Steve... Steve dies. Steve's leaning on the telly. And they're just tulips. They haven't got a name. Well, they won't be lasting long, will they? <laughs> I mean, have you got a problem... I think it started when lockdown began. Yes, it did. In I know. March He's... last year, because I met a friend who sells plants, and I thought, oh, no, she wasn't your friend before. She's become your friend because she sells you plants. But the problem is that now I just keep buying plant upon plant. Yeah, upon no, that's plant, what I'm telling upon you. Plant upon plant upon plant. I'm saying, what's plant. your what's your problem? <laughs> Why don't you like the plants? I like five or six of them, but when we've got we've got fifteen or something now. Although one died the other day. What happens when the plant dies? I don't look. (laughs) But have you noticed that everyone's buying plants these days? Even mum and dad? G-Dog has been planting some... He's been potting plants outside. Well, they've got loads of really small ones. And I said to them, are you naming the plants? Mm. And they went, yeah, one, two, three, four, five. I was like, that's not... No, that's not... Do you know what? We can hear some of your mum potting the plants. Do you want to hear that? Go on then. See your dad with his green fingers. We decided to do his own seedlings this year. Right, we've finished, done them all, and here they all are. All starting to grow, ready for the garden. If we can keep them alive. I love my mum. Like, every time I can she... sense a butt coming no, already. No, this no, is no, great. no, 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 no. No, it's nice, because every time she sends a WhatsApp, she always likes to narrate it, doesn't she? Like David Attenborough, but for... Potting Mums. plants. Like with the candle. Do you remember the candle? From episode one. Do yeah. I remember the candle? Yeah. Where's and our candle, by the way? It hasn't arrived still yet. Still hasn't come, has it? Anyway. F- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that about your mum. That's nice. She's getting your dad to pot plants. That's I mean, how they spend their weekend now. I mean, when it comes to married couples. They're the ultimate. They're, they've I aspire, got it right, haven't they? Aspire to be them. What does my dad say? 
Happy wife, happy life. There you go. My main question, though, and I think I need a bit of backup here from fellow humans, uh, is naming plants normal and is having 16 plants normal? That's, I just need to know that. I think naming plants is normal. Okay. If people have plants that they've named, yeah. I want to know what the names are and why. Right. On Instagram this week, I'm going to put a picture up of all the plants with their names. At work wife balance pod on Instagram. You'd laugh if your ass were on fire. So we did an interview in the week with Tony Fisher off of BBC Essex. Thanks yeah. for having us on. A lot yeah. of fun to talk to him. He was talking all about, you know, the podcast and he was enjoying listening. And then he went, I love Gary Milner. What is a podcast? What is a podcast? <laughs> I love it. He does say that. That uh, is perfect. Hey, Tony, so you've got... for voiceovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime, love. I know what it is. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> Another fan of Gary. Everybody loves Papa Milner. Getting too many comments about Gary. But I think what that's telling us is that people want to know more about Gary Milner. They want to know so. more about the voice of the Podfather. So wow, the Podfather. You've got to tell that. us what, <laughs> what was he that. that's gonna be his own podcast. <laughs> what was he like when you were a little kid? Tell me about Papa Milner. Great dad. Absolutely great dad. Still is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did he do wrong? He hasn't just abandoned me. No, 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 no. He always used to call me his little mate, which was lovely. We used to do everything together. Um, he was a decorator, actually. He used to paint the wall signs for the ice cream. Oh, right, yeah. Um, so I used to sit in his, in his little white van and go all over the country with him and keep him company. But I think the music is the biggest thing that's probably influenced me because Papa Milner, believe it or not, is a massive Northern Soul fan. Yeah. He's got Huge. The, he's got the moves. He has got the moves, He's not just a fan friend. of the music. He can dance to, dance to the music. He can still do backflips, ladies and gentlemen. Can we... Put, he can still do backflips. Can he send us a recording of one and we can put it out on Twitter? <laughs> Let's really pressurise him to do that for Twitter. No, please don't. Think of I the don't views. want him to break his back. Think of the, think of the views, Gary. <laughs> Monday's fun day. So, oh God, I must have been about in my late teens, 19, 20. And he took me to my very, very, very first Northern Soul do together. And it was in Skegness and it was a weekender. And I'd never seen anything like it in my entire life. Well, did you know what to expect from a... Because I wouldn't wouldn't have any idea. I knew about the music because growing up, my dad would always play Northern Soul in the car and at home. And when he got in drunk. No, (laughs) only the weekends. Um, (laughs) And so I knew the music, but I'd never seen Northern Soul dancing up close and personal. I rocked up in like a miniskirt, high heels. And my dad looked at my outfit and was like, Okay, um, you know you're going to a Northern Soul do. Yeah. High heels aren't the best choice. I didn't. I didn't quite get it. I was no. like, what? You, you think know? that'd be fine? Night out in Skegness. Yeah. If you ever see Northern Soul dancing, you don't go in high heels. No. You go in something that slides, not that bump and grinds. The way it works is that they put chalk on the floor, if you don't know, and then they glide around and the moves are very kind of... Uh, it looks like you're kind of walking on water almost. Mm-hmm. I stuck out like a sore thumb, to be honest. <laughs> you're stomping around. <laughs> stomping around, bumping and grinding in my high heels. But the music's so good, though. It's the got music such a beat. is so, so good. And once we went once, 
like literally we made it an annual thing we invited my sister my mum well, the I've family as well. and then we invited you I had no idea what to expect so I turned up to this thing and I th- you know they went do you want to go to a northern soul do and I went yeah fine Let's, Hang on, like just good. yeah, but just back up. Had you ever heard of Northern no, I even, Soul? No, I didn't even know the music. I couldn't have named you a oh, single artist nor- or nothing. It's a northern thing. So I was thinking, yeah, whatever, just, you know, dance a little bit. And they're like, come on, mate, I'm on the dance floor. And, <laughs> and I you couldn't even dance anyway. No, I'm terrible. I can, I can barely throw <laughs> one shape. You're so awkward. Yeah, it's horrendous. <laughs> and then to have to do a very specific style of dancing. <laughs> it was an interesting look. I could t- it was funny because everyone was looking at me like, this guy, he doesn't know what he's doing. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm Southern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they were like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. It's interesting because they have a catchphrase, which is like, keep the faith. Yeah, uh, and they all wear yep. very long baggy trousers for mm-hmm. ease of because it gets mm-hmm. very hot when you're doing these things. Yeah, um, and they also have badges with a like a raised fist on and stuff like yep. that. So it's really it's very really cool. empowering. I like it. Growing up listening to people like Edwin Starr, Dobie Gray, you know all the legends, and then you kind of go to one of these events, and everybody knows what you're singing and what you're dancing to is so nice. You feel mm. like a family. Keep the faith. I have to tell you this though so we used to play this sort of music in the car going to like trips like camping trips but you know what else my dad used to play he used to have this CD and I don't know if anybody else's dad used to play this in the car but it was like a panpipe CD <laughs> right and it's like the greatest hits of like the Beatles or something like panpipe in panpipes <laughs> and it was immense so like let it be but just like <laughs> but you thought that those songs were the originals. I and then, did. So when you heard the real I version, did. you went, why are, all these, why are they singing along to the Panpipe CD? I can't believe that. I think that's crazy. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly. And our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. It's the Work-Wife Balance Podcast with Lee Milner over there. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. And Chris Barrow here. (laughs) All right. Um, Hey, we've had a few messages from people. And this is from Martin. He says, I enjoyed listening to your second podcast. What what about the first one? (laughs) Well, episode two is good, everyone. said, I had a friend whose surname was Barlow. And he married a girl whose surname was also Barlow. Oh. But they didn't go for Barlow Barlow as their married name. I think they should have. I work with someone at work. I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, but he's called Gareth Barlow. Oh, yes. But he really does not like being called Gary Barlow. Oh, no. But someone called him that on the radio the other day. Oh, really? And then he had to read the news and it was sort of like, he gave them a death stare, but then did a very professional job. Yeah, but at least Gareth and Gary are kind of similar. I always get called Leah. Oh, you do, don't you? the time. Leah Milner. Uh, Martin also says, did I hear correctly that you're looking to buy a house? Yes. We certainly are. We're looking right yeah, now. Yeah, man. He says, Have you got one? <laughs> yeah, Martin, can you? Make Three beds, <laughs> got a nice garden. <laughs> We're ready to move in. Space for a rabbit? <laughs> no. Uh, he says, why don't you tell us about the history of your accommodation and oh, where your dream home would be? You've li- we talked about this in the car the other day. You've lived in, I think we counted it up, 12 different places. 12 and different homes. And I've been homes. in seven it will include student accommodation and stuff, but of the places that you've been in the country, what would you say the worst 
accommodation, like the worst house you've lived in? Because I know that there's one where you were super cold. And you're so, a cold person anyway. I'm a really cold person. Like in the house, we have... Um, the heating's I, on now. Yeah, because it's not summer yet. Even I think summer, every married couple argues about this, about whether you leave the heating on and how long you leave the heating on. If it was up to me, the heating would be on all day or night. So it's, it's on cold, all day all night. But I think it's quite a cold house. <laughs> yeah, but it's not as cold as this one that you lived in. Oh no, this one was called the cave. It was actually called... Well, officially called the cave. Yeah. On the called, wall? Yeah, the cave. Your post came to the cave. The cave. <laughs> in Lincolnshire. In Lincolnshire. <laughs> LN2. C-A-V, yeah. <laughs> it was my first ever flat that I moved into after university. And I couldn't really afford a lot because I just started work. Yeah. It was in like an old Victorian house and I had the bottom floor. But the bedroom had those really... What were they called? Um... Like bay windows. Oh, yeah. And To let in all the cold. To let in all the cold. Absolute nightmare. And what's even worse, right, because the heaters were so tiny, right? They were so little. They hardly ever pumped out any heat. And you had to put in pound coins in a meter <laughs> to just, get them to work. I've never been in a place where it's pay-as-you-go heating. Yeah. So you'd be in the shower, and then all of a sudden, all the lights would go, oh. the heating would go, the shower would stop, and you'd be there naked and cold yeah because the meter had run out of money so did you have to like run out and put a pound in yeah you did in my worst ever accommodation it was also student accommodation i lived with a mate of mine called tim because we mm -hmm. had to share and the situation was not ideal so we were up a windy staircase and to the left okay and it was two bedroom yeah and one living room yeah. and, and no toilet or shower what <laughs> at all so to go to the bathroom you had to go down the windy steps out to where all the tourists were like gawking at the building. This is at the university. In a towel at university, yeah. And uh, this is well weird. It really was. And then you'd go into this shower block thing. And then when you were done, you'd walk back out. And there was always, like before you got to the windy stairs, there was always like a draft. It was really windy. <laughs> and it would sometimes be snowing. And you'd be like pelted in the face with snow. Like, just with your towel on. And I didn't have flip-flops or anything, so just on the bare stone. Hang on a minute. The funny thing about this is that you went to quite a posh university. Yeah, called Cambridge. Right. <laughs> and I went to Lincoln University. I had an ensuite. What? At, at, at university, well, I had an ensuite. So, looks like your money couldn't even buy you a proper accommodation. It's question time. Right, a few comments and questions that we've had through DJ Reynolds, firstly, a fellow DJ, because we talked about your DJ name, DJ Luminati. Oh, yes. yes, yes. My friend Jamie can't wait for my first track to drop. I think this person is actually called Doug Reynolds, though. Oh. <laughs> Doug J. Reynolds. Anyway, oh. <laughs> he says, the question in our house lately is, who woke up first? And the person who wakes up first has to make the cups of tea. Sometimes at 4am. Now, do you think that's fair? If you wake up first, you go and make the tea? I'll tell you what. If that happened in our house, the tea would be bloody cold, wouldn't it? Because you get up well early. Well, I got up at 5am today. And I got up at like 10, so... You would not be wanting a cup of tea. It'd be cold, wouldn't it? He says his wife is also called Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Another Judge Jane. Uh, I, I'm sensing that DJ makes the tea in that relationship, I'm just saying. Uh, we've also had some more dog noises sent in. Oh, is this from your snoring? So my I love this. People like my snoring, and now they're just sending in their animal snoring because they love it, so... What does that say? We talk about your snoring, but then everybody sends in their dog Ooh, snoring. Beasts and wild animals <laughs> snoring, so I, I, yes, I wonder which one. Your friend Nina has oh, been Oh, shout touch. out to Nina. She's got a new dog. So cute! 
cute. It is cute, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, she's got a King Charles Cavalier called Shiloh. I've met Shiloh. Very well behaved. Very well behaved. Yes, very. But she had another dog that I think she looked after called Lady Penelope Popcorn, a.k.a. Poppy. I was going to say, that dog must be like, please call me Poppy. I can't go by this Lady Penelope Popcorn rubbish. And that dog used to snore like this. I mean... (laughs) It does sound very similar to Chris. It does sound very similar. I I like the name Lady Penelope Popcorn. It's actually grown on me during the snoring. Do you like it? What do you want to call your dog again? When you get Buddy. You you want a dog and you want to call it Buddy. Yeah. If I was going to have a dog, it would have to be called something ridiculous like Captain Pugwash or like... We're not getting a pug. Why not? No. Stop trying to slide that in. We're not getting a pug. They can't breathe. No. And I can't breathe. And I'd rescue one, obviously. We're getting a Cocker Spaniel or a Golden Retriever. Called Buddy. Depending how big the house is. What about the general? Can I call it the general? No, you can't call it with anything with the in front of it. What's what's wrong with you? No. (laughs) No. Fine. Uh, Also, David says he enjoyed our symphony of noises. And he said, you must live in a rough area, though, if the dog is taking a chainsaw to the bin lorry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you fully, fully understood the noises in that episode. But thank you anyway, David. We appreciate you and your attempts to get in touch. Tim's also been on as well. Yeah, he says you two bounce off each other really well. I guess I should give the legend, that is Gary, a shout out to. Blocked. Uh, (laughs) Joe's also been in touch saying, I've been listening to your Kit Kat gate Oh, don't start this again. This has been been going on not just for a week, for like months now. (laughs) She said, I was a lead lunchtime assistant. No way. So Joe thinks that Kit Kats are a biscuit. Yes. Oh, I've knocked my headphones off. Joe, you're blocked. <laughs> no, you can't just block everyone that doesn't agree with you. Yes, are, are Joe, you sure? I agree. Kit Kats are a biscuit. She says, God help us if we get into Jaffa Cake Gate as well. Oh, don't and start on Jaffa Cake. Let's not Cakes. worry about that. But she says, when are your episodes out? Mondays, 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 Mondays. Mondays, yes. And if you want to get in touch, the usual way, hit it, Getty. Don't forget, you can subscribe on Twitter, Insta, and send us an email. WorkWifeBalancePod at gmail.com What an episode it's been today. <sighs> if only you'd heard what hit the cutting room floor. The G in Gmail stands for Gary. You're spent now, aren't you? And you've got to go to work. I mean, you've got to edit this shit, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> lads, lads, lads.